Hi there! Coach Antonio Aguirre here for the Life Deck Show. I'm very excited to bring you so much value in each podcast episode, like this one that you're about to listen to. Well, I do hope you enjoy listening to each episode just as much as I did recording this for you. Alright, let's dig into today's episode. Let's go! Everyone has humble beginnings of how they started. My flaws made me ascend to a very high place. I've accomplished good in life because of the flaws I have. Unparalleled greatness. Hi, my name is Coach Antonio, and in this video, I'm going to be talking about the heart of a champion and how to be an absolute killer like Iron Mike Tyson. The heart of a champion. How do you become an absolute killer like Iron Mike Tyson? One of the greatest boxers of, I mean, not just the greatest, but one of the most devastating boxers I've ever seen, like anyone has ever seen. I mean, there's Muhammad Ali. Of course, Manny Pacquiao is there as among the, the greatest of all time. You can say Mayweather is a great. You know, some people say, my dad would say Sugar Ray Leonard was one of the, the greatest boxers. But for me, one of the most killer, absolute killers as a boxer was Mike Tyson. I would usually just go on YouTube and just search for Mike Tyson highlights and you, my jaws would just drop because of how devastating his punches were. It doesn't just show on the physical side, but here, he was just an absolute killer in his 20s and during his prime. In this video, I'm going to talk about seven things that Iron Mike Tyson has in terms of his mindset and how he thinks. I'll tell you a short story first about Iron Mike Tyson. He said, all I want to do is be a fighter and I'll do anything you ask me to do. That's why he said as a kid, as a boy, barely in his teens, he wasn't even 18 back then. And he said that to Bob Slater, who's a prison guard. Mike was in jail for beating up his schoolmate. He wasn't even 18 during this time. Mike Tyson, the psycho crazy guy that most of us think, started off as a shy and a very insecure boy. That was his story. Slater said he could see Tyson stealing a, a pocketbook if no one was looking. It's just that. But he couldn't see Tyson ever confronting anyone. He could do those things, but he could not confront anyone. But he couldn't see Tyson as someone that would be confrontational and something like that. All of his street bravado that he has. He was a very shy kid. He was really just a follower. He wasn't a leader. All he knew back then was to cheat, rob, steal, and lie. Typical mentality when do bad and crazy things. So one day after they sparred, Slater said to Tyson, my wife is mad. I'm coming home with black eyes. He said, I can't box with you anymore, Mike, because I'm going to take you somewhere else where you can continue doing what you what you want to do, which is boxing. I want you to work with Kus Di Amato, uh, who's the trainer. This one thing that he that Tyson decided to do turned history in boxing upside down during the 80s. Mike took a practice session at Cus's gym to try out and it was like watching a movie as um, they said. So Cus's face turned red. His body had miraculously transformed. He said to Slater who, who brought Mike there, you have brought me the next heavyweight champion. Mike Tyson cried during that day and that's how his story about boxing started. Everyone has humble beginnings of how they started. That's how Mike Tyson started. I'm going to give you seven things that he has unconsciously instilled in himself that made him a devastating boxer and a champion that could withstand the, the test of time. I, I've never seen any boxer similar to him. I mean, a huge, you know, boxing follower, but I know how great of a boxer Mike Tyson
Tyson is. You can argue someone else is better. I'm not going to be talking about Mike Tyson being the greatest boxer of all time. I'm just going to be talking about how his mindset is and everything else. Don't get me wrong of saying that he's the GOAT or whatever. Number one, he made no excuses. He didn't make any excuses. So before his heavyweight title fight against a guy named Trevor Burbick in 1986, Iron Mike was burning up with fever and similar to the flu game that Michael Jordan had back in 1998. Tyson won the match with the second round TKO. A TKO means that the opponent could not get up anymore in the second round. Next time you say you can't hit the gym because you have a headache or you don't feel good, think about this. He didn't give any excuses. There are days when I don't want to work out just because, you know, I don't feel like it. I don't give myself that kind of excuse. That type of mentality that everyone should have. A no excuses mentality. Everyone that says, even in real life, when you say that, oh no, I can't afford it. Instead of saying that you can't afford it, just think, how can I afford this? Because you don't want to shut yourself down. By giving yourself excuses, you're already shutting yourself down and your brain. When you say, oh, that's hard to do. Oh, that's impossible. Oh, no one can do that. I can't do that. Why not be the first? The dream starts of something like, you know, man flying to the moon. It starts with someone having the audacity to get someone there. And when you have the inventions of people find their inventors, it's not the inventor finding the invention. It's not the other way around. The inventions, because of how necessity is needed, the inventions come to the person. Like the light bulb, how it came about with Thomas Edison. He didn't come to creating it. The idea went to him because those are people who are problem solvers and thinkers. Just same with, with Henry Ford. And he started one of the biggest automobile brands in the world with Ford. It starts with the idea of it. They're not giving excuses for themselves. So that's number one. Number two, Mike absolutely acknowledged all his flaws. He acknowledged every flaw that he had. He didn't make it an, ex an excuse that he was this, that. We all like to think we're just short of being perfect. But the truth is, all of us has flaws that can really undermine who we are. Mike Tyson said this, my flaws made me ascend to a very high place. I've accomplished good in life because of the flaws I have. Means that he embraced the flaws that he had and he rose above it. So that's number two. He learned how to acknowledge all the flaws that he has. Let's go to number three. And Mike Tyson had enormous confidence. So one thing is confidence is absolutely key in his success. So the one thing Iron Mike Tyson is not short of is confidence. I watched almost all videos of him being interviewed before a fight and after a fight, during his wins and his losses. The man oozes dominance when he walks into a room and when he steps in any room that he's in. He's always said that he's the best boxer in the world, even if someone else is better than him. That's why I told you guys that we're not going to talk about him being the GOAT or the greatest of all time when it comes to boxing. So I don't want to go into that argument. He was just really devastating when it comes to boxing. But he backed it up with victory blows in the ring. He backed every word that he had in the ring. If you believe you're one of the best, it will show. That's why being confident that when you come in, he has always the mindset that when he goes into the ring, he's going to win it. He has no doubt, no shadow of a doubt that he will lose. That's just it. Because once once you have that doubt on yourself that you think that you're going, just 1% doubt that you can lose, you can get knocked out. That's how it is. That's number three. Being confident is a huge key. Number four, everything starts with your mindset. Mike Tyson has a very, very strong mindset. If you have the mindset and the attitude to stick with something, tell yourself it's going to work. Work your ass off, you will begin to master that skill. A lot of people who follow me always say, oh, it's easy for you to have a good mindset because you've already done it. You've already achieved things and that. But no, it didn't start clicking for me until I started working here, not outside. Imagine this, wealth is invisible. Poor people think that wealth is visible. You see it in a nice car, fancy jewelry, a nice house. That's wealth for them. Poor person, that's what it is. And middle class people will show that. Where rich people, I've seen millionaires, billionaires driving
driving Hondas that's 10 years old. And they could buy 1,000 sports cars, but they choose not to. Real wealth, it's stealthy. 90% is all psychological. It's all here. And 10% is physical. If you adopt the right mindset, you will have the will of a champion. One of the things that was instilled in the mind of Iron Mike Tyson by his trainers, that if you have the will of a champion, you will become a champion yourself. So that's number four. It all starts with your mindset. Let us proceed to number five, which is Iron Mike Tyson was willing to go the extra mile all the time. Tyson would not give in to any temptations that would stop him from putting in the extra work that he needed. And when all the other fighters would leave the gym and go out with their girlfriends, you know, cuss his trainer and him went back to the house and devised their scheme. And I've seen this attitude from Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was not the most athletically gifted person. His vertical leap was only 38 inches. Michael Jordan's vertical leap was 48 inches compared to others. He didn't have physically gifted Kobe Bryant. He made it up by going the extra mile in terms of he's already breaking a sweat in front of anyone. Like there's gonna be a lot of stories of NBA athletes who, oh, I'm gonna come earlier to the gym and be there at 5:30 before Kobe Bryant. And then they see Kobe Bryant already breaking sweat after making a thousand shots ready by 5:30 in the morning. And you'll see him do another workout at 11, and you'll see them doing another workout at 5. And then game time is at 8. All these people had the winning mindset because they were willing to go the extra mile. You'll see all these stars. I can go on and on. Like Michael Phelps, Tiger Woods, all these champions. They have the willingness to go the extra mile. They're willing to do things more than the average person does. That's the difference, difference between being number one and number two. They just do something behind the scenes that most people do not do. That's number five. Be willing to go the extra mile. Let's proceed to number six, which is learn how to commit to your dream. Mike Tyson was fully committed to his dreams of becoming a world champion. Champion. Not just a champion, but the very, very dominant champion in his time. During the 90s, the red gloves of Mike and the black shorts that he wore was legendary. A lot of people before that he fought, before they came into the ring, they were already afraid of him. And they had a mindset that get hit hard in the face. And some people would, would not even go in toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. They were not willing to fight against Mike. You would have to be crazy to fight Mike in, during his prime. Nearly everyone has some sort of end goal or dream, but half of them aren't committed to working towards it. No effort, hard work, or self-belief. Plans don't work by itself unless you do it yourself. It's the same thing that, you know, oh, God will provide. Oh, God will, will do this for me because I prayed so hard for it. God helps those that help themselves. I always tell this because I, I seen a lot of comments like this on my post when I mentioned about having faith and such. Like, oh, my faith with God will take care of it. God will take care of all my needs. But he will take care of all your needs. But you have to help yourself first. If you're not willing to help yourself first, then no one else is going to help you because everyone Everyone else is going through a problem. No one's going to solve your problems or help you. There's no miracle that's going to happen to you if your hands and feet do not move. Plans will not work unless you do. Everyone has a plan. This is one of my favorite quotes that Iron Mike always said. Everyone has a great plan. The problem is they can't execute that plan until you get punched in the face. Everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. I've been punched in the face before when I was training in boxing and Muay Thai. And I can tell you with all the training that I did, when you get hit, you're really going to see stars and it's one of the, the worst feelings ever. Even if you have a game plan, it all goes to shambles. Learn how to act on your dreams. So that's number six. Learn how to commit to your dreams 100%. Let's go to number seven, which is learn how to control the outcome. Mike Tyson has a way of controlling the outcome of his fights. All the greatest athletes in the world can tell you what they're going to do next because they've done that in repeated motion. Like the winning shot that all the greatest players will do, it's because they practice that thousands and thousands of time and you're only going to see it once. As 
a spectator. Life is a cycle. There's a beginning, a middle, and there's the end. You control the middle part. That's the one thing you can control. So make it the best it possibly can be. It can be spent any way that you want, but you should always be in control at that middle part. That middle part is the present. Past is something you cannot change anymore. The future well, is up to the present. Nobody thinks about the past for their future. It's, it's just part of the lesson for that. Until your life, it's like this. You are in control of your life until your life actually comes to an end, to a bitter end. Always learn how to control the outcome by focusing on now. And uh, I, I've talked about this a lot of times that this is the easiest way to stop overthinking. Like, am I going to win? Am I going to get the job? Am I going to get the client? Am I going to get the girl of my dreams? Am I, am I, am I, am I? You won't know the answer unless you focus on doing the steps, the small wins now. I mean, does that make sense? If it makes sense, leave a comment in the comment section down below. But that's number seven. Learn how to control the outcome by focusing on now. I'll give a bonus. So this is probably number eight, but I'll put this in a bonus. Mike Tyson had greatness and peace of mind combined. He never did it for the money during his prime. Sure, he had, you know, what we call fuck you money. You know, he had, you know, remember he, he owned a lion in his house? A tiger. He had fuck you money as a result of his success. Like he would buy crazy things, a huge mansions, million dollar mansions. He was in it for his legacy. He wanted to leave a lasting legacy. Unparalleled greatness, bar none. You thrive off what you're doing. He absolutely loved to fight. That was his thing. It was his, what we call solace, what people find peace. Fighting gave him clarity and peace of mind. Everyone has their own thinking of what greatness is, but everyone has to think of what gives you peace of mind. For me, what gives me clarity and, and greatness and peace of mind is reading books. That's in it for me, but it could vary for, for other people. Some would think of meditation, driving. Yeah, that, that helps as well, you know, different ways. Tell me in the comment section what gives you peace of mind. What type of activity gives you peace of mind? I'd like to know in the comment section down below. Let me know, guys. That's the bonus. Greatness and having peace of mind all at the same time. Just remember, just a few things. Number one, it starts with your mindset. Number two, you have to be willing to work hard. Number three, don't just dream, commit. Number four, take advantage of every opportunity that you get. Number five, greatness and peace of mind come hand in hand. Number six, don't worry about what others think. Number seven, control the outcome and of course the, the bonus believe you are the best thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode if you found value in today's episode make sure to share it and tag me on your social media accounts and I'll do my best to repost or comment on it follow me on Instagram at AntonioGuirid.Junior leave a comment about this episode and subscribe to me on my YouTube channel Coach Antonio Aguirre Jr. I'll talk to you soon on the next podcast episode alright peace